listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 164 for October 19th, 2017. This week we talk about Stardew Valley, Mario Odyssey, Psychedelics, All Stars 3, sexism in Mario Party games, and acting stereotypically queer. So stick around for The The Show! One, two, three, clap. Ah. Woo, doggy. We're in business. Oh, yaks. Oh, wait. Ooh, 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 ooh. I'm a dog. <laughs> God, yeah, that uh, sounds uh, like it. Yeah. Oh How my are God. you doing? I'm good, Joe. You have just a couple more days to be in Chicago, and then you're, you're boot tooting out of there. Oh, my God. Two days. So the day after this is posted, I'll be doing the first half of my, I think it's about 700-mile drive. Jesus. Yeah. Could be worse. It's about like 12. I don't even know how long it is. I don't know. But I'm stopping in Ohio somewhere. Now, I, I remember you saying that you wanted to stop in like this little town, but you figured out there were a bunch of murders there or something. Yeah, I was going to stop in Youngstown, but then oh, okay. apparently it's like a murder capital of the USA. So I'm going a little further than Youngstown. Okay. Are you going to have a meetup? Oh my God. Like no. 777. I'm pretty sure the size of the town I'm staying in is like. It's only like 20,000 or 30,000, if that. It's a tiny town. Well, well, you know. Relative, you know, to, I guess, Chicago. It's tiny. It's about the size of the town next to the city where I grew up in. Oh. Which I consider small, but Mm -hmm. who knows. So are you saying that you're going to be a big celebrity in the town? You shouldn't let them know or else the paparazzi is going to show up. I know. I'm keeping on the lowdown. I don't want anyone to know what hotel I'm staying at because... I'll have all of my worldly possessions in my van. All of your 6,000 Furbies. Literally, there's a box of Furbies. Oh, my God. If all this stuff doesn't fit in the minivan, I don't know. I mean, I I feel like you you don't have that many things. I feel like you're a very simplified human being. Yeah, I really don't. And I really like to declutter every once in a while. And I'm not moving any furniture, basically, except for my DX racer chair. So, oh my god, you're fucking DX right. How much does that goddamn chair weigh? It weighs actually that I know exactly how much it weighs because when I was flying back and forth, uh so I think carry-ons or uh checked luggage can be like 50 pounds or something. Uh, okay. My chair weighs 40. So I would use it to sort of gauge like how uh, heavy the suitcase was compared to the bag. Oh my god, that's like such a really good idea. I know, because I don't have a scale. You're so clever. But, um, I know, I know. But after this uh, podcast, I'm breaking down my computer and I'm breaking down my desk. And then you're breaking down emotionally. I'm breaking down emotionally. <laughs> Tomorrow, I've got a long list of things to do, but I would like to like sort of go out one last time in my neighborhood and walk around and go to the beach and mm-hmm. shit like that. But I'm going to miss it. Yeah, Chicago. You've You've been here for... More than a year, right? Yeah, well, about a year, yeah. Oh my god! And, uh, yeah, that's, that's a, it's big. Moving in general is always like a big, like yeah. emotional journey, and you've done it like about a hundred thousand times in your goddamn life. So it's like, yeah, you know, the moving part. I think is like getting there. I'll be totally fine. And actually, we have someone. This is nice, and I've never had this whenever I've moved anywhere. Um, so this move I'm doing myself, but when I get there, Justin's going to help me, of course. And then uh, one of our friends 
because I know people there. Friends? I know. Well, it's one of his friends. I okay. guess I would consider him a friend, too. You now. inherited the friends from the boyfriend. I inherited the friend, and yeah, I'm thankful yeah. for that. So he's mm. going to help me unload the van, too. So oh, I'm my like, God. Oh, yeah, uh, I know. People helping you out in the world? I never. I know. I know. So um, you said you have your basically your desk and your computer to... Yeah, that's it. To break that's it down. the only things to be broken down. And then I've got to like clean everything. They were like, mop the floor. And I was like, I don't mop. I don't mop. You probably don't even have a mop in there. No. Today I bought the Dollar General brand uh, Swiffer wet oh. jet. Swiffer Ooh. wet wipe replacement. So I'm just going to like attach them to my shoes. <laughs> And just like shuffle around a little bit. Shuffle, 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 shuffle. I don't have the I don't have the like broom part of it. Right. Yeah, no, you just want you bought yeah. the little wet wipes. Exactly. Oh my god. I just I, I can't like, imagine that'll do. you. That'll, that'll do, do pig. pig. Um <sighs> well well everyone who's listening, you should wish Joe a, a bon voyage. Yeah. And uh wish him a, some guess. safe travels. Oh my god. Oh, I've downloaded some spooky podcast to listen to on the way there since it's October. So you've downloaded all of ours. <laughs> yeah, I wanted some horror podcasts. Mm-hmm. So you yeah, know, some I really cringeworthy. Yeah, mm-hmm. just the whole the whole uh, show library. What did I get? I got. Let's see. Do you listen to any like? horror spooky podcasts on the reg no i'm super boring my my podcasts i listen to regularly are like sex advice podcasts and like technology podcasts i haven't like branched out from that because i'm dumb and straight apparently what have you found um so i downloaded lore nocturne the no sleep podcast which i think is people reading like the best stories from r slash no sleep oh yeah and uh, Myths and Legends. Ooh. So those should get me through the drive, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Make you p- have a goddamn panic attack on the highway. Uh-huh. Ugh, I'm ready, honey. <laughs> I, I've already, I have been cycling through manic episodes, and then I'll crash for two hours, and then I'll get a manic episode again, and then I'll crash for another two hours. Oh my this God. has been happening for the past week, and it's worn me out completely. It sounds, like, exhausting. I have the dumbest brain in existence <laughs> and I need to turn it off. Somehow. I mean, maybe it's because you've been sleeping on the floor for three weeks, but I don't want to bring that up. Oh my God. Speaking of turning your brain off. Yeah, uh, this is we, my third week sleeping on the floor. Are we training our brain? We're detraining our brain. Oh shit. We, okay. I don't, so I don't have the study pulled up and I didn't read much past the headline when I did. But you read but the headline. I read the headline. Okay. <laughs> and a little bit of the rest. So you okay. know how there's been all those microdosing LSD studies? Yeah, there's been microdosing LSD studies since like the 70s, right? I think so. It's gone on for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, they're like, oh, it can increase your mood and your productivity and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, well, they were doing that with, was it like magic mushrooms for like people who were depressed? Ooh. And it like, it... I read something about how it like detaches your brain kind of. Oh my God. And so it kind of like reboots it and puts it back together there when you're going down. Mm, I could use a a refresh. Yeah. I didn't read much past that. I don't understand the brain. I don't think most people do. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's your little scientific tidbit. I don't advise doing mushrooms, I've never done them. And I've never illegal. done them either. Um, but I don't know what it is about Montana. Maybe we can just like grow magic mushrooms here like really well. A lot of people in college and in high school, maybe it's just like my friends. I, maybe I just have weird friends. In high school? 
In high school, yeah. Like people did mushrooms in oh. high school. <laughs> I think like, of mushrooms as like a hard drug for some reason. Yeah, me too. Because it's a psychedelic, I guess. It just makes yeah. you trip out. Um, it seems like a like the people I've known who took it, it they're like done for the day when they take right, it. Right, yeah. Like they don't like, function a, yeah. for the day. Yeah. But it's 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 interesting because you classify like magic mushrooms and LSD in the same range as like methamphetamine. And it's like, I don't think anyone is gonna go and like like burn down an entire trailer park to get their hit of mushrooms, where I feel like they would yeah. with meth. And I, I don't like know how like I do, you know, in my mind, it's like, oh, mushrooms. I consider it like a big drug, like a. I don't know if hard. I did say hard drug, but I don't know. Meth, I definitely. Yeah. Meth, definitely hard drug. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hmm, well, oh, my God. Like, I'm ready to get like a group of listeners together. We can all do magic mushrooms or whatever. I don't want to be tripping around anybody. That's true. I have if, too if many I secrets ever do that. to keep. <laughs> Yeah, holy shit, girl! You ha- you're like a you're like a walking burn book for yourself. I am, and I need to keep the lock on it. Okay, I need to lock it up, and I'm just afraid that one magic mushroom, and I'm going to spill the bainarinos. <laughs> the bainarinos. Well, the this actually, before we started recording, Joe and I were talking about wisdom teeth. We both ha- got our wisdom mm-hmm. teeth taken out. Um, yeah. And Joe's had some like pain in his sockets or something. Yeah, he got him taken out like fucking 100 years ago. But this goes to a point where like sometimes I think like because everyone, you know, not every I I got my wisdom teeth taken out at like uh, like freshman year of college or something when I was like home for the summer. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like that's kind of a, a, a range where a lot of people do it, but people do it into their adult lives some people don't do it but there's always a story of like you know the laughing gas or when they get put under they don't remember anything so i'm like i i sometimes i wonder when i'm in like an anxiety attack moment and this has come up that like i wonder what the fuck i told my like you know oral surgeon when they were ripping out my fucking teeth and i can't remember a damn minute of it like i could have told them everything that I never wanted to tell anyone in my entire life. And I'll never know. I'll never fucking know. Only the oral surgeon. Like, like the oral surgeon is like, he's like, he's full of secrets. secrets. Yeah. His hair is full of secrets because like, I can't imagine the shit. Why has it got to be a he? I mean, Can mine was surgeons mine, only be men. No, mine was oh, mine was a dude. Oh, okay. I'm just mine talking about my own, my own experience. <laughs> but like, do you ever think about that? Like, I hope to Christ I didn't say anything horrible. So I remember the nurse. It was a male, and he was really hot. Mm. There's no telling if I said anything to him. But like at the dentist, there's a note on my chart that I'm not allowed to have gas. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I had a negative experience. What happened? Well, they were. I guess I was getting a cavity filled, something like that. They put the gas on me for a little bit. And then he started to, you know, do the numbing needle. I knocked it out of his hand. Oh, my God. It went flying. It almost like knocked me, like shot in my eye. So he was like, all right, we're never putting you under again. Holy shit. Well, I've never had like laughing gas. I've never had the gas Mm. um, at like the dentist, for example. I have gotten cavities filled and stuff, but I I feel like they just numbed the general area of my mouth. Yeah. 
I must um, have been younger or else my dentist was just like laughing gas happy or, you know. Yeah, like could, wanted to fucking gas you up, girl. Probably. I don't know. I don't well, know. Well, what's what's interesting is I know people like I feel like it's like you can get your wisdom teeth taken out under general anesthesia, like just numbing the general area Ooh, at, what? At, the, at the dentist. Yeah, it's cheaper. No, no. it's Put cheaper that way. And a lot of people like who don't have dental insurance or can't afford it and like have problems with their wisdom teeth and they need to get them taken out and they're poor or they just don't have insurance they do it that way and i'm just like i can't imagine but like you go to the, the oral surgeon and they like put the needle in your arm and you're like count backwards from 10 and then you wake up and you're like what I and then all your teeth it, are out of your fucking brain i wonder if it makes a difference like whether or not they're impacted or not right mine never started to come up i think oh, one okay. did but the rest of them were like buried you know so I they had to I like had two, extract them i had two that were coming up and then i had two that were buried hmm and I, they weren't giving me any pain. I was really lucky. Like, I just got mine taken out because my parents could afford it. It was covered under their insurance. I was young enough to still be under their dental plan. And they were like, well, we have some time. We might as well just do it so they don't bother you in the future. Like, my sister, how old is she? She's like 27, 27 or 20. She might be turning 28 at the end of 2019 or 2018. Anyways, she um, still hasn't gotten her wisdom teeth taken out because they haven't even come in. And they haven't bothered her at all. So it's like, what's the point, right? Same with my sister. She still has hers. Um, they told her once that she should consider taking them out, but they never came in. They've never fucked up her other teeth. And she was just like, no. Yeah. You know, if ain't nah. broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Mine were, um, I was in sort of like, I never had any pain, but I remember that teething feeling. Oh, like yeah. That you have to be chewing something back there. Oh, yeah. I remember that. It was nice, though. I, I kind of like it was like scratching an itch and I loved it. Right. Yeah, I definitely yeah, I remember really that. Liked it. Mm. But I don't know. I, I wonder what people have because like like people who have convi- like who have who have committed crimes and are like wanting to confess to someone. I wonder if like anyone's ever confessed a crime under either like laughing gas or under that anesthesia that they give you. In I feel the, in the like arm. that's unethical. In a lot of ways. Right. You know? Sure. <laughs> right. But like, um, I mean, I'm not I'm not saying they were coerced into saying it, but they were just like they were getting their wisdom teeth taken out. And oops, they admitted to killing a child or something crazy. Don't they have some sort of like actual truth serum? Like there's a real one. I think there is something like and that. Like it like lowers all your inhibitions or something. Yeah. Something like you have to. I don't know. I've read about it before. And like. You have to have special permission to use it, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It freaks me out. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Do you guys have any... I mean, I feel like it's that internet vine craze or whatever. Like, do you guys have any, like, funny stories for when you got your wisdom taken out? But, like, yeah, like, let us know because... I don't know. I I just started swearing when I started coming out of it and I was waking up. Apparently, so according to um, the nurse and the oral surgeon that I went to, they said mostly, most of the time, the dudes that they were working on when they came out, they would start swearing. And the girls who they worked on who would start coming out of it would start crying (laughs) just for no reason. Um, And I was one of the swearers, apparently. So who knows? Interesting. Yeah, Did you I do don't anything remember. funny? You don't remember anything don't at all? I don't think so. No. I remember getting I like I just... a McFlurry. My mom was like getting me a McFlurry. Then I was like, oh, I'm going to throw up. And Ooh. then I didn't. And then I like took a nap. <laughs> I just remember going to sleep. I almost had no swelling. Like I woke up and I was like ready to eat. Oh my God. Like I had a friend who like her cheeks were all bruised. And like, like she, like she got like punched in the face. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. I didn't have very much swelling. 
Um, I had a pretty good. I, yeah, I definitely had too. a pretty good. Um, anyways, uh, I have a, a couple things I would like to talk about. Sure. One of them right now is The Evil Within 2, which came out yeah. a little while ago. And I know you got it. And I know, you, didn't you start recording your playthrough of it? I've recorded uh, the first three episodes. So I guess I'm like an hour into the game. And so what are your thoughts so far? Because I know a lot of Twitch streamers are playing it. There's a lot of LPers doing it. Um, and it's getting like pretty good reviews. It looks really pretty. Like it looks like it runs yeah. really well. But I don't know shit about it. So I was curious what your opinion was. The first one was awful, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like I finished the whole game on my channel, but I, it was sort of like a am making myself do this at this point because it's like a you, you have to do this just right. like <laughs> not that it was even getting ex- especially good views or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's a lot better. And I think it's also because they didn't treat it just like a port. Like the PC version of the first one was just a shitty port. Their controls were horrible. Mm-hmm. It was just bad. This one already seems a lot more fun. Oh. Like there's definitely the storyline is still absolutely awful. Mm-hmm. I, it mm-hmm. makes no sense. I feel like even if you understand what's going on, it still doesn't make sense. The motives of the people or anything like that. You're trying to save your daughter who you thought was dead. Mm. And then she's not. She's been living in this in the Mobius, whatever fucking world. Oh. It's, it's the storyline is just awful. But Yikes. Sebastian, the main character, got a little bit sexier. Ooh. I will say they made him look kind of anime. His eyes are huge. Mm-hmm. Um, the zombies, it seems fine, which, of course, I'm playing on casual mode with auto aim turned on. Is aim there an assist. auto aim mode or did you did you download a cheat pack? No, no, no. I do have some cheats. I'm using the unlimited ammo cheat mm. and the and the no reload cheat. I hate reloading in that game. He takes forever. So I was like, no, but, thank you. Ooh. Um, but yeah, so far it's it's creepy. Like there was there were no creepy parts in the first one. It was just like go through a place, hit a horde of zombies. Go through a place, hit a horde of zombies. Go through a place, another horde of zombies. Where this one was like I'm walking through a creepy mansion. Things are Ooh. changing. But oh then God. there's a couple zombies down the road. Yeah, it's cool. Are any of the zombies hot? Well, not so far. But oh. you know, I've only encountered one small group of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Sebastian's a good looker, and mm. then he meets someone named O'Neill, who's Ooh. okay, but I feel like he's he think he's just a throwaway character, honestly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's okay, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's good. So it, it's it's a game. It's not as bad as the first one. No, no. Like if you're into horror games, it's worth a shot mm-hmm. for sure. But it's like but, on your top list of horror games, it's like not touching any of them. No, probably not. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get a horror game right. There are very few that I play where it's like fun all the time. Right. I am like still Alien waiting Isolation. for Alien Isolation sequel. That's what I fucking want. I don't think it's getting made. Give the gays what they want, Sega. I think that they were like, I don't know. It sold a lot. Mm-hmm. But it, they didn't think it sold enough. Like it was Ugh. not enough for them to want to continue. And it won Stupid. like multiple Game of the Year awards. And it's like, come on. Come so. on. I want my glorified hide and seek back. It was so good. It was so good. I've been playing. I finally beat Mario and Rabbids for the Switch. Oh, yeah. Well, they just released the DLC. Yeah, they just released the DLC. Um, I beat the main storyline. But so it's like there's four worlds and 
after you beat a world, you can go back um, into the world and every little battle there was, there's a bonus battle. And I haven't beaten all of the bonus battles yet. I feel like I'm going to I'm going to buy the DLC once I beat all of the bonus battles in the game. Um, So I basically have to like play through the entire game again. Mm -hmm. Like I have to go to every level, which I'm excited about, but I beat the whole storyline and it was super, super fun. Um, And I really, really enjoyed it, but it's fucking hard. Like I wish there was a death counter in that game. I wish there was a way that I could go in and see how many times I died in my save file. Cause I died a fuckload. It was, it's not an easy game. And I think I kind of have some respect for that, that it was, it was like that, but I'm glad I bought it. I'm glad I spent the 60 bones to buy Mario and Rabbids because it's like I, I really enjoyed that like strategy game. And then I didn't pre-order ARMS 2 or ARMS <gasps> or whatever. They just released an update today. I, I saw that actually. As for, as for someone who doesn't follow ARMS at all, for some reason I knew they like released an update today. Honey, we got a new boss and Ooh. some balance changes. Ooh. Yeah. Are they good balance changes or are you mad? Um, I haven't played them yet and actually didn't even read the patch notes. So, so I'll you don't read really them care tonight. right now. Well, I don't really like to play arms in like mobile mode and I've already packed my dock, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm waiting, you know, to do it mm-hmm. later on down the road. Maybe, I, well, I could still set it on my desk or something and play it. We'll see. I mean, you're too busy playing Stardew Valley. Let's be real. Oh my God. I was a pig farmer this week. Girl, you... You and your piggies. You and your fucking piggies. 30 pigs. What? I had three deluxe barns, 30 pigs. They just kept fucking and having babies. Oh, my God. And then a few of them stopped producing truffles. And I said, you "You know what? I'm selling you all. So now (laughs) I run a vineyard. Ooh, um, oh, my God. I currently have about almost two mil in mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. me. So, uh, you know, I'm rich and I just can. I'm I'm at the point in the game where it's like, what do I want to do? I don't have to. You do don't have to do to anything. Money. Exactly. I got oh all the money God. I need. It's beautiful. It's like what rich people think every day. I know. It's like, what? Well, who do I want to be today? Right. Where do I want to take my <laughs> private jet today? I'll never have that in real life. That's why I'm so addicted to Stardew right now. Because mm-hmm, it's the laugh you wish you had. The laugh I wish I had. Uh, what was the other game you were going to talk about? Oh, I was going to say I didn't pre-order ARMS because I spent... I'm poor. I spent oh, the $60 yeah. that I, I wanted to spend on pre-ordering Super Mario Odyssey. Come on, Sam. Listen, I'm Come ready on. for Mario. I'm ready for him to throw his cap straight up my butthole. I'm pre-ordering I'm too. I mean, I the thing is, like, if you're if you're an Amazon Prime member or whatever, you can pre-order it and you get like 15% off. Exactly. So instead of 60 bucks, it was like 47. And I was like, I have to. Because I well, want I'm gonna want to fucking play it. Once I move in, I have access to Justin's Amazon Prime. Do you not have Amazon Prime yourself? No. Every once <gasps> in a while it'll offer me the tr- the free trial again, so I'll have it for like a month. Mm-hmm. But no, I just don't. I don't know why. I just leech of off things. of other people's like like frame has it. And if I need a computer part, I'll be like, hey, can I use your Amazon Prime? <laughs> there you go. So, I know a lot of people that do that. My parents yeah. do that with me. My parents are like way richer than me. I'm poor <laughs> as fuck. But at least I can pay the $90 a year to do oh, Amazon Prime. Cheap. Can you oh, well, add people to it? Yes, you can. <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to I'm going to have Justin add me. If have you Justin will. add you. Oh, Justin, please. Um, well, I had Amazon Prime for a long time because um, when I was like going to school in Boston, 
I like signed up for that and you you had like student Amazon Prime for like three years or something. Mm-hmm. And it was only like mm-hmm. 50 or 60 bucks a year. And it was the same exact thing. Uh, but that ran out. It doesn't matter how long you're in school or whatever. It just runs out after three right. years and you have to pay the regular price. So I'm still I'm stuck to paying the hundred bucks or 90 bucks a year. But like the amount of shit that Maggie, my roommate and I order through Amazon like our whole house is just filled with Amazon boxes. So it's yeah. worth it to us. But I'm excited for Super Mario Odyssey. I didn't think because like when it was first getting talked about and all the things I was like, eh, like, yeah, like I like Mario. Um, But I don't know. I'm just more hyped. Like the as the closer the release date comes up, I'm just like, ooh, I really want to play this game because it looks like super fun. I miss Mario. Yeah, um, I'm excited to have like like for Splatoon, I really wanted a physical copy and I really want a physical copy of Odyssey, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why. It's just nostalgia, just kind of collecting the boxes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. Have you heard that people are already speed running the demo that's in stores? I saw that. They're speed running like the Best Buy demo. I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. People are speed running. They're trying to get like really good. They're already finding like exploits and shit like that. So oh my I God, think I love that shit. The speed running community around the game is going to be ridiculous. I yeah, I don't doubt it. Um, I don't doubt it at all. Um, And a lot of like uh, review sites have like given it early reviews of like almost perfect scores, mm-hmm. which like, I don't know, like it, it kind of makes me anxious a little bit because like I I want it to live up to the hype, but I don't want to get like too like I don't want to think about it too much. You know, even though I know it's going to be good, I just like I don't want to set my expectations like ridiculously high for it. I just want to like enjoy it. I think it's kind of safe too, though, because I feel like most of the Mario games, since they're like the pillar games of the system, they're Mm -hmm. generally really good. I don't think I've ever like, of course, there are some I didn't play. But if mm-hmm. I didn't play him, I watched somebody play him. Um, yeah, like I'm thinking about it right now. Is like, did I hate like Super Mario Sunshine or Super Mario Galaxy? No. Yeah, I really right? enjoyed those games. So it's like, why would I not enjoy Odyssey? I think it'll be good. I think it'll be good. And Pauline's gonna be there. But you uh, know Pauline. what? Pauline, where's Daisy? Where's Daisy? Is she an unlockable DLC character? What Where, if at the well, end of the I game? I don't know. She's not even in fucking Mario Kart Eight. As you can't even use your fucking amiibo. Wow. I what happens it when all you, over my Switch. How many fucking Daisy Amiibos are you going to be piling into your goddamn moving <laughs> truck? Well, I just actually, I've only purchased two. One for me and one as a gift. Um, uh, for who? Yourself? For a Patreon patron. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, you know, I got to take care of them, you know? Got to mm-hmm. gotta, gotta show them the lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. But it doesn't work with anything, so it's fucking pointless to have. I mean, literally, what it, game does the Daisy Amiibo work beauty. with? It works with all the games that generically all Amiibos work with. So it's like, it has no special ability in any game. It's just generic abilities. Almost no special abilities in like any game. Wow. And there's only one, and there's like multiple Peach Amiibos. Well, I'm apparently, upset. no one likes Daisy. Everyone loves Peach. Peach is a hater. She's the worst. <laughs> Speaking you of, just, you just hate her because she's prettier than you. Speaking of sexism in the in the Mario, oh world. here we go. Okay. I mean, not that it's not unwarranted, but like I'm just preparing my anus. So this was posted on r slash Nintendo. Did you see mm-hmm. it? It's just like four days ago or so. Uh, I don't was, think I'm even subbed to r slash Nintendo. It's not a great one, to be honest. R slash Nintendo Switch is pretty good though. Yeah, I'm subbed um, to Nintendo Switch. Yeah, yeah. Well, this shows it's a breakdown of all the Mario Party games and what percent of the characters in each game are male and what percent are female. Oh. So and then um, 
Okay, so what do you think the highest percent is out of, like, this is from Mario Party 1 to Mario Party Star Rush, God. like, all the way through 10, and then it's also got Island Tour, Party Advance, DS. What do you think the highest percentage of female characters there's that's ever existed in a Mario? Well, I'm thinking about Party it, and game. I'm like, I can only pick out about three female characters from Mario, like, mm-hmm. off the top of my head, which would be Peach... Daisy and Toadette. And I can't really like think of any more. So I think it's going to be a really low number, like fucking 8%. It's actually 33.3. Oh. But that's still not good. No, I mean, obviously that's not good. Yeah, the split was, um, that was Mario Party 7. There were eight males and four females. Okay. But look at like, check this out. Mario Party 4, 12 males, two females. Yeah, Like the highest number of females that's ever been in a game is five in a Mario Party game. Wow. According to this list, I have, you know, it doesn't tell me which characters are in it. But then here's the clincher, Sam. I'm clenching. I'm clenching. So it's showing other Nintendo Party games, not Mm -hmm. necessarily Mario Party. And um, like recent ones, uh, Smash Bros. Wii U, 18.4%. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, 24.6%. ARMS, 50-50. Hell yeah. Honey. Get arms. Get arms. It's right now. I'm I'm ribbon girl or whatever. <laughs> ribbon girl main, honey. Ninjara. There's some really good fan art out there of Ninjara's ass. So Oh, I'm sure there is rule 34 all over the internet for fucking arms. I'm sure there's arms is. in places that there shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, some of the male characters are really hot. So. I mean, I just like I want to get Arms just for like the music. I really like the soundtrack to Arms. It's good. It's a really good soundtrack actually, which I guess could be should be expected because it's Nintendo. Mm-hmm. But there's like a a singer in like the main song, and she's like goes for it. Slay. Yeah. Ugh. Well, if anyone wants to buy me Arms, hit me up because I just spent my money on Mario Odyssey, so I can't <laughs> do it right now. You'll find it in a bargain bin someday. Someday in like 2050, I'll be like I could finally play Arms. I can finally play arms. Yeah, Nintendo doesn't ever fucking discount LOL. anything. Um, so I have a couple more things to talk about. We're at 30 minutes. Yeah. We, we can we can power through this. We actually have things to talk about. Sure. Um, so this Friday, while you are on the fucking road, mm-hmm. the cast of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 3 is going to be revealed, even though it was leaked like a year ago. I saw that, too. Um, I saw that. But the kicker that has the subreddit in a, t- in a tissy... In a fussy tissy. <gasps> um, fussy. That's you. That's you. That's um, me. Is that the leaked cast, there were 10 queens. And in all of like the TV guide information for the first episode, it says that there's 12 queens. So people are like, was, was the leak accurate? Like, did they miss two queens? Like, well, like, there's just so many to keep up with. Right. Some of them, I mean... So after their season, not all of them go on to do great things, I'm sure. I mean, have you seen Nina Bonina Brown lately? She hasn't done much. I have not, actually. I haven't mm-hmm. heard nothing from her. But <laughs> um, maybe they, you know, dug some of the ones out of the woodwork who, like, sort of disappeared after their season. Right. Who knows? And so nobody would know if they were missing during the filming day. Because no one cares about them. Because no one was looking. That's sad. <laughs> That's so I, sad. I don't... Let me pull up the list. Well, I'll never find it again. Um, I feel like there were only like two I knew. Right. I mean, it, you didn't yeah. know any of them for All-Stars 2, right? No. Well, I mean, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. It's rumored that... Um, 
Eureka, if you don't want to be spoiled, don't listen to this, mm-hmm. but Eureka will be on this one instead of season, what, 10? Oh. She was offered, wasn't she offered to come back? Yeah, when she like broke her leg or whatever the fuck on season yeah, 9. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... That was one of the ones I saw. Yeah, I that know. I knew who it was. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give out the. I think I'm I, gonna I, spoil them all. Give me the list. I'll read it out loud. I think I went through the list like when it first got allegedly leaked, but that was like you know hundreds of podcasts ago. Oh. So I'm not gonna go through it again. Um, I only just saw it this past week. Oh really? I guess. Yeah, I don't sub to RuPaul's Drag Race subreddit, but like sometimes my Google will alert me about it. Google's so smart. I guess so. I guess. I guess. So they uh, Google happened to show me that one and I was like, oh, OK, I'll read it. Well, the rumor is um, that they're going to. I mean, it's not a rumor. They are announcing the cast on Friday, but the rumor is that they're going to announce that the um, season starts in January, which I feel like I is did accurate. read that, too. Yeah, I saw that. Um, that's nice. That's it's too nice. long away for me. I need a new, I need a new season every three months. Okay. Right. Yeah. Gotta keep up. Gotta keep up. I need to, I need it to keep going. This one though, this season, I'm going to make Justin watch it. He's never seen it. Oh my God. Are you going to like, are you going to indoctrinate him into like RuPaul's Drag Race gay culture and like make him watch like all the seasons you've watched? Um, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what he thinks. Like he's. He's decently knowledgeable about uh, drag culture and stuff because I think some of his friends uh, do drag. Mm-hmm. Um, or he, yeah, and he's gone to shows and stuff, but he just has never like watched the show. Yeah. I don't know how much he knows about it or anything mm-hmm. like that. So it'll be interesting. Well, I'm excited. My little my little gay bits are jiggling. I'm ready. Oh, no. Jiggle, jiggle, bitch. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, I just think of jello when I hear the word jiggle. I feel like that's your next phase that you're going to go through. Jello? Jello. I made some jello like a couple months ago. And then I made like Sprite jello. Ooh, you can make it with Sprite I don't think I've ever made that like before. Busy. Oh, it's good. Like Sprite and cranberry jello. Ooh. So good. Honey, call me Paula Dean, except don't because she's very problematic. Mm-hmm. Where did she go? Hey, y'all. Where? I Where don't know. Y'all? That's a good question. She disappeared like like Her PRT Nina buried Bonita. her fucking ground. So. I guess so. Oh, Lord. The, I think she's fine. The last sure thing I had on money. my list is that like Ali and AJ are coming back or they came back or they're whatever. I'm done know. with them. Are you done with Ali and AJ? Their first and second albums are two. I like I own physical copies. I love them mm-hmm. so much. But they dropped the ball. They Did changed they? their name to like Violets or like 78 Violet. Ugh. They released like one song as that after promising for like a decade or something. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, oh, just kidding. Now we're going back to Alien AJ. And it's like, okay. Well, I, I, I just, I'm talking about it because I have some friends that are, have been talking about Ali and AJ and they're excited that they're back or whatever. They, they posted a video where they like did commentary on a bunch of their old Ali and AJ music videos from like years ago. And apparently did it's pretty funny. Did they diss them? I think that like one of the quotes was like, I don't know why I'm DJing because I don't know how to DJ. Because like in one mm-hmm. of the music videos, one of them's like DJing or something. I just didn't know if you were on board with the Ali and AJ return um, or if you had any opinions. I will always enjoy them, mm-hmm. but I don't like this whole, they went on this whole trip of like, we're serious musicians and okay. then they went all folksy, I guess. And that really rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, just make music that you like, just do it. Right. And I don't, I don't Stop know. Stop talking was, about it and put pen to paper. God damn it. 
it just seemed very like like they were trying to be hashtag aesthetic to mm, everybody and i was like okay. okay all right just make another potential breakup song that was a jam uh such a jam and then chemicals react was a jam such oh this has had so many good songs on their first two albums uh well, well i see. don't know when, do, you, do they have a release date? Because I, I don't remember if they already released Allie it. Hold on, I'm just curious if it's going to be another H Duff like release. Um, excuse you. I mean, her most recent album. You said it wasn't your favorite, but you said you stand it. I don't like um, the single that she picked for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, their upcoming EP is called Ten Years. Oh, it was released August 17th. Oh. Okay. And there was a music video September 14th. What are the reviews? Let's see. There's, I don't know. 10 years. Is that how, okay, the single was called Take Me. Okay. It looks a little hashtag aesthetic. Okay. I don't understand. Most recent being Insomnia, which is a breakup song. Composition, synth pop and alternative pop. Okay. It's I might cheeky. have to listen to it. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it a listen. I think I remember when it came out, but I'll give it a listen. I'll give it a go. Well, I'm I'm just I'm wondering because you're going to have lots of time in the car. So I'm curious That's if you true. have like a car jam playlist to go along with your K-pop. spooky podcasts. I got K-pop. And then I also have my favorite thing, which I'll tell you about. <gasps> oh, my God. What a twist. Are you ready? I mean, yeah, we might as well. These are a few it. of a favorite things. Ooh, that vibrato. <laughs> so. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> My favorite thing this week mm-hmm. is the Stardew Valley soundtrack. Oh, that's so cute. Which I got. Which I think you can download it on Apple. Uh, and they charge you like nine ninety nine or ten dollars on Steam. It's five dollars. Ooh, five dollars. So, and it's the same MP3s. Just throw it on your iTunes. If, if God forbid you still use iTunes for whatever fucking reason. Ooh, yikes. Um, you know, throw it in there. Throw it in your Google Music. Throw it in um, your Rhapsody playlist. Throw it into your. Uh, throw it up, girl. Throw, throw it, it into your, in. your real player. Sure, but I think there's something like a uh, seventy something tracks. Oh my god. Like, you know, there's a lot of music in the game. There is. There is a lot of Um, music. It's great. It's relaxing. I was listening to it while walking around town the other day because there's like the there's the fall soundtracks Mm -hmm. in it. Um, And also they came out with a vinyl, which uh, I really want, but I don't like I'm never going to buy that. Right. uh, The fella has a record player. And I was like, oh, that would be so pretty to play on the record player. But I probably never do that. It's fine just to get the the D load of it. The D load. The D load. Ooh, that um, sounds dirty. Some tracks remind me of uh, Lost in Translations instrumentals. Uh, okay. Yeah, in this in the sense of like sad. Like there's a few, you know, uh, most of them are sort of either upbeat or they have some sort of mood. But then mm-hmm. there's, you know, like there's the, lots of melancholy tracks. Right, melancholy, moody. Yeah. Instrumentation. Exactly. I do. I did pick up on the like humming Stardew Valley tunes when I started playing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They some of them can be earworms, but it's it's very. um, What's the word? It's it's I, I don't know how to describe it. It's it's I feel like the music definitely fits 
like the seasons. The the music is very yeah. seasonal. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. In the in the sense that like I feel like the wintry tracks definitely sound wintry, and the spring tracks and the summer tracks are more upbeat. And then it kind of slows down in the fall. It's super nice. I I definitely enjoy. It. I should fucking pick that up because it is literally only five dollars on Steam. It is, and I don't think that's like a sale price or anything. I think that's just what it is all the time. What it is on Steam. Uh, so check it out. Great yeah. tracks. It could be your new soundtrack to life. To compare it, it's very um, instrumental in the sense of like Minecraft. It's yeah. Very, it's very yeah. like, and it's very good like background music. God, there's that one Minecraft track that just makes me want to cry. Is it the one where it's like raining or whatever? Uh, maybe so. I didn't, I haven't played that game in forever. But Sometimes I just like want to get back into Minecraft. Honey. Just play it for fun. Not me. Not you. You have Stardew I can Valley. only do creative mode. Oh, yeah. Same. I have to have control over everything. <laughs> <laughs> you, a control freak, I what? never. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, good favorite thing, though. I might have to pick that up because I do yeah. enjoy the soundtrack to Stardew Valley. It's good, especially for, I think, fall and winter sort of like begs for that kind of music to be listened to almost. Right. Like it's fall and winter seem a little more quiet mm-hmm. and reflective. Oh, reflective. What a good word. I know. I'm just Christina like, Aguilera. I just, I'm just so introspective. Mm. Well, yeah. if you guys haven't played Stardew Valley, you should fucking pick it up. God damn it. Yes. Please so, do. Please do. Support good indie developers. Stardew Valley is a fucking for hit. Sure. For um, sure. Well, good favorite thing. Thank you. What's yours? Mine is a Twitch streamer. <gasps> oh my um, gosh, Sam, you shouldn't have. I didn't. How I don't even subscribe to you. Uh, I did subscribe to Libby because I had my Twitch my Twitch Prime came up. I wanted I wanted her emotes, so her I did Her fucking too. DW <laughs> emote is so it's fucking cute. good. It's cute. Yeah. Um, I feel like everyone's gonna be a goddamn Twitch affiliate. Like it's like the new hit thing these well, days. Well, it's nice. I didn't think I was gonna get any subs, and then I got fifty. And oh I was my like, god! Okay. I know, honey. Look at her. People just um, wanted my Brinty emote. Your you know? Brinty emote is terrifying. <laughs> P.S. I did it my all myself. I it's could tell. Brinty pixel artwork. Oh my god! Is Brinty is the Brinty emote the uh, regular five dollar tier? Yeah, yeah, that's the the first emote. And then mm-hmm. is Joe Face what what tier is Joe Face PNG? Joe Face is the second tier, and then Glam, Glam. the like anime face. Is, I hate uh, that face so much. <laughs> it's terrifying. It. All your emotes are fucking horrifying to me. <laughs> It's like, you want oh, to talk about perfect. the things that keep me up at night? Your fucking Twitch emotes. Oh, they're beautiful. Thank you. That's what I was going for. I'll, I'm going to use my, because I'm not going to spend any goddamn money on you. But uh, I don't blame you. I'm going to, I'm going to eventually when I, I'm, I'm passing the Twitch Prime herpes around my friends. Sure. So Libby will get it one month. And then did, I said, did Frame get fucking Twitch affiliate yet? He does not have it yet. I don't think he's streamed enough to qualify. Um, I gave it to Aqua. I gave it to. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it to Libby, and I'll give it to you. Just pass it around like a venereal disease. Oh, lovely! Those are the best. Those are the best. But no, my favorite Twitch streamer surprisingly isn't you. I watch other people, which is weird. Oh, can um, I guess? Yes, please guess. Casey Tron. It's Casey Tron. Because you want a mouse pad or something. I want a fucking mouse pad for Casey Tron. Have you watched Casey Tron? It took me about a hundred years to get into Casey Tron, but now I. I am hooked. 
No, Frame talks about her all the time. And the reason sure I knew you won, I saw you tweeted about it, but then I also did. he he texted me and he was like, Sam just won in Caseytron's chat. <laughs> oh, he wow, was like, I, I had no idea he was watching. I was oh like, my oh, god. I guess so. Yeah, so Casey Tron is a professional girl gamer. Um mm-hmm. she she started on Twitch. What's interesting is I feel like this is a really good time if you're curious about Casey Tron to get into it because she just recently did an interview um with this like Twitch podcasting guy. I don't know his name. You can just look up T- Casey Tron interview. She literally did it within the past couple of weeks in like o- October. And she talks about kind of how she got into into Twitch and whatever. Um, but yeah, so Casey Tron is like this like professional girl gamer persona that she like kind of puts on. Um, she got into Twitch. She like got popular because she was a League of Legends streamer and she like wasn't good at it. But she like like sh- people just went to her because her tits were out and people wanted to like shit talk about how bad she was at playing League of Legends. So she just like kept doing it and people kept swarming to her and donating messages calling her a bitch or whatever but they had to pay money to do it and then she started gardening like getting all these followers who were like in on the joke of like her being a like a professional girl gamer and now she has like this huge like gay community following it it's very weird it's one of those things that it's really hard to describe you just gotta watch one of her streams and then you'll get it um she she sounds like so that's the impression i get frames tried to describe it to me before but kind of like dax flame yeah 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 how he you know it's like a persona Mm -hmm. and you do it to you know you get the that's what everyone knows you at they feel like they're in on the joke or Mm -hmm. like Kind of like Miranda Sings, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of like a Miranda Sings situation. Yeah, interesting. Um, Except with with Casey Tron, like, she just has this really dry sense of humor. She, like, pretends to be, like, super dumb. Um, And she just makes fuckloads of money. It's incredible. Um, She's been playing some horror games. She was playing um, the most recent South Park game that came out. She was playing some Evil Within 2. She played Soma. um, And she's just, like, really bad at it. She, like, she streams herself, like, making purchases on Amazon. She streams herself going through the Donald subreddit. Like, she streams herself just, like, talking for hours. She is just, like, an eclectic gay icon. Um, And I want a fucking mouse pad. Which was weird. I had subbed to her um, because I was like, everyone has the fucking Casey Tron emotes. So I'm going it, to, it, and it was like half price sub. So I was like, I'll throw $2.50 your way to get the Casey Tron emotes. And um, then she had a giveaway the next day and I was in chat and she was like, Dr. Buttholes, you won <laughs> a uh, mouse pad. And she was very impressed with my name and frame fucking added me in the chat. He was like at Dr. Buttholes. And we were both screaming because I didn't know he was watching and he didn't know I was watching. And uh, so then I gave Casey Tron my address and I'm expecting her to send me a bomb in the mail. So I will keep everyone posted if this uh, mouse pad is cool. I wish it was like a mouse pad that like had boobies at the bottom. And I wish they were her her boobies. I think that'd be super funny. But I think it's just like a commissioned uh, mouse pad that like she signs or something. I'll keep everyone posted when I get it. But if you're looking for like a funny girl gamer streamer that's like in on a joke, you should check out Casey Tron. Um, She calls her Twitch the Casey Tron TV show. So it's kind of ridiculous. I recommend it if you want to have a laugh. And watch a girl gamer get a fuckload of money from like weird straight guys and also the gays. So there you go. That sounds awesome. I'm gonna, I think it's super. I funny. will eventually check her out. You see, it's like with is, music too. You yeah, know, we've talked about that. 
You just got to find it on your own. Sometimes. Yeah, you just find it on your own. I feel like it's super funny because like I had heard of Casey Tron in the past, but I didn't get it. So I never really yeah. checked her out. And then I just checked her out one day and I was like, oh, I get it now. And then I I followed and I fucking won a mouse pad. So what? if y'all if y'all have any like Twitch streamer recommendations for for Joe and I uh, to check out, hit us up because I love me some Twitch streamers. Good old Dr. Buttholes. Well, Good congratulations. old Dr. Buttholes. I finally won something in my goddamn life. My life's complete. I have um, no other reason to live. You said it's just like a commissioned. It looks like a commissioned drawing or something. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a commissioned drawing on a mouse pad that she oh, signs. Nice. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it looks like, but Shoot. I'll I'm getting one for free. Beautiful. So we'll see. Oh, my God. I'm just I'll ready for you to start sending. Um, when, you, when you turn into like this huge Twitch streamer, I'm ready. For, well, I'm going to expect you to send just like cats, some really fussy cats to people in Honey, the mail. I'm going to be like, do you know on The Simpsons, the cat lady who just oh, throws cats you. at people? <laughs> literally you. That's going to be me. She's going to throw the cats. I really want to change. I need, I feel like I need to develop my Twitch personality a little bit more. Your Twitch persona. My Twitch persona. My Twitch sona. Your Twitch sona. Uh, like Twitch your fursona. Sure. Mm. Of course. Uh, well, good favorite things. Good favorite things. Good favorite things. Um, uh, we have a couple questions, don't we? We do indeed, Z. We've got uh, an email and we've got a text. I say we let's do this text first. Okay. Because uh, we might spend a little more time on the email. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. The text is from Emily in Colorado. Uh, she says, hey, Sam and Joe, it's Emily from Colorado once again. And I wanted to thank you for answering my would you rather question a few weeks back. I have another weird question for you. Would you rather only listen to Katy Perry music, but you get to eat endless amounts of Cheez-Its while listening? Or would you rather listen to any music in the world, but you have to be force fed dog or cat food? I look forward to hearing your answers. Have an amazing day. Well, I won't be having an amazing day because I don't want to eat fucking cat or dog food. Thank you very much. And I won't be having an amazing day because I had to hear the name Katy Perry. Who? Exactly. Oh, yikes. Well, this is a very, uh, this is like a shoot yourself or shoot your friend scenario. No question. Give me the cat food. I don't want to listen to that garbage. Okay. (laughs) Pass the cat food. There's a lot of cat food out there. It's probably made to higher standards than a lot of human food. True. And I've had cat food. It ain't that bad. God, you have had cat food. I just forget. (laughs) I don't know how you survived. I don't know how you turned into an adult human being. Oh, yeah. That's true. Like, uh, you, uh, Lord. I'm just imagining you eating cat food at lunch in high school. Also, if I'm eating cat food, that there's a really good chance there's a cat around me, so I'm even happier. And you're just sharing the food with the cat. You're having a moment. Exactly. And I don't have to listen to Katy Perry. That makes it an even better moment. <laughs> uh-huh, I uh-huh. don't want to listen to her songs. Some of them are catchy. I mm-hmm. will go there and say yeah. that. But they also make me want to die. So <laughs> I can't listen to it. Well, it, 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 I like wanting to die. And I also love <laughs> Chase Hits. So... Uh-oh. Here it is. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to Katy Perry and I'm just gonna shovel. I feel like if I if I engorge in Cheez Its, maybe that'll muffle out the fact that I'm listening to Katy Perry. Stuff like them just, in your ears. Right? Oh my god. I'll just like yeah. 
I'll just shove yeah. fucking cheeses in my ears. The thing is, when you shovel like hundreds of thousands of dollars in production value into like a turd sandwich, the turd sandwich is going to have some catchy hits, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's kind of in- inevitable. Like one of them, I'm trying to think of a, trying to think of a Katy Perry song that I liked. Um, Maybe you're Firework is so overplayed. It's though. awful. It's awful, and I hate that it was like a gay anthem for a while. And then there's um, like fucking what's the one where she's running through a way a maze, wide awake. I'm, I'm wide awake. We're we're wide awake. Um, there was one from Prism. Was that her album before? What what was her most recent album? I'm just like, I'm just getting Vietnam War flashbacks thinking about Katy Perry. She had Teenage Dream and then Prism. And then didn't she have like that one? What was the, the one that just flopped recently? I don't even know the name of it. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. It was like the Katy Perry Wide Awake Experience or something. There was a song I called International Smile that had like a funky oh, bass line that yeah. I really liked. They played that all the time when I worked at Forever 21. And really? Oh, I loved pro- it. And then I found out it was Katy Perry. See, and then it ruins it, right? Yeah. Well, I'm going to enjoy me some goddamn Cheez-Its while I play International Smile and die on the inside a little bit. But I'm just going to cover the flesh wound of of what's happening inside me by just covering up in Cheez-Its. Well, I'm going to have fun shoveling in cat food while I listen to Red Velvet. And honestly, I feel like that this is America and you can, I'm going to support your choice. (laughs) Oh, wow. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm so patriotic. I can't support yours. It's Katy Perry. That's okay. It's okay. I won't unfriend you for it. Oh, thank you. Uh, (laughs) uh, That's all I can ask for. Another day that Joe doesn't have me blocked on the internet is another day that I've succeeded. Sure. Good question, even though I hate you, whoever just uh, sent Good us Good question, Emily. Thank you very much. Uh, and now we've got a, the second part from Nathan's email from last week. Uh, the stunning had, conclusion y'all have been waiting for. The stunning conclusion. Well, he actually, he there's even more questions that we can answer someday in the video. Is sort of one of those. Here are mm-hmm. a whole bunch of questions whenever you want to. Um, okay. So this one says, do you ever try to act more, quote, straight in public to avoid hate crimes? Do you act more stereotypically queer when you're around your friends? Love, Nathan. That's a very good question. It is. And unfortunately, it's a big part of a lot of LGBT community people's lives. Right. It's like, how gay can you be without yeah. like getting shot? Exactly. Yeah. Um, I feel like when I when I first came out. I self I mean, I feel like people self censor themselves constantly, especially with this like femininity thing or acting queer in public or whatever. I was hyper aware of it when I came out and I tried to tone it the fuck down. But then I realized that I was a a big homo and there was nothing wrong with that. And so um, I think it just depends on the social situation. It depends where I'm at when I am around my um, Republican cousins and aunts and uncles. I tone it down and i wish i wouldn't um Mm -hmm. because i don't feel like that i'm acting like someone that i'm not i am just not being as energetic or as flamboyant as i usually am i am i am toning it down um and it's it's something i don't really think about i think it's just kind of a you can feel it in the room situation like Mm -hmm. it's like a defense mechanism i don't really know how to describe it in day-to-day life however i feel like that i don't like when I'm at the grocery store, 
I mean, I'm not really talking to people at the grocery store, but like, I don't know if I have like a swing in my hip or something when I'm, you know, pushing my shopping cart. I don't really, I don't think, you know, I, I, I don't think I censor that in, in any sort of sense. But in certain social situations, I definitely catch myself um, kind of getting into that shell and uh, not really um, thinking about it. Like just, it's, I don't think it's a very, I don't think it's a conscious decision, but I definitely notice it when it's happening. That's kind of what I'm trying to say. Well, I have never acted gay in my life. You I am, are you are straight. You're 100 percent straight. Hashtag no fem, no fat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm probably about the most fem you can get. Um, we've talked about it a little bit a few weeks ago or a couple months ago. Someone asked us about holding hands with yeah, our partners, yeah. and that is something I censor. Like mm-hmm. we talked about that earlier. I I you know am a little less affectionate maybe in certain areas in certain places. Mm-hmm. I definitely do probably censor myself, my actions around my relatives. Like, I don't, I'm not like, oh, honey, you know, around, mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to do that to my aunt or something. Right. I wish I could. I wish we had that relationship. <laughs> oh, honey. Oh, oh Joseph. <laughs> but that's not who I am there. But I think it's important to, like, to realize about all of ourselves, even straight people, is that you are only who you are based on the people who are around you. Yes. Like we are different people around every single person ever. We adjust. We adjust. Accordingly. Humans adjust fantastically depending on this in the social situation they're around. And even that's how you get mob mentality. Yeah, like, exactly. Exactly. It's an it's an inherent you know, want and need to um, conform, I guess. That's not, that's, that's whatever. And then like, um, even when you're around yourself, you're a different person. Like you're a person that you're around. And so you are different when you're alone. Yes. I do think that LGBT, people in the LGBT community are like the true, in the society that we all grew up with, which is changing us slightly. It's a little bit regressive under Trump right now. But- mm-hmm. We grew up being like the ultimate chameleons, you know, yes, like we totally we know when to change. We know when we're supposed to turn it off. And honestly, I think that like it's something I do every day, probably. Mm-hmm. But it's something I don't want to do every day. Yeah, it's you it's something I mean? that that we do. And but the only reason why we do it is because it is a defense mechanism. It is. That is ingrained like, in all of us because we are taught that being the way that we want to act is dangerous. Yeah, is horrible. Well, and it is dangerous in some places like in the South. Exactly. There were like there were a few times my friends dragged me to like fucking hillbilly bars. And it's like I have to act a certain way here or else some a drunk person is going to beat me up. Like it's, you know, life or death sort of not. Yeah, it's a it's a total defense mechanism. But like, and when I'm in the city, though, I probably don't ever turn it off or, you know, anything like that. Mm-hmm. I definitely I feel more free when I'm yeah. in like a, a larger area of people, like a city or something, some place that I know where it's like, well, I, I definitely felt like this when I was living in Boston compared to coming back home to Montana. Like I would be in the air in in an airplane flying from Massachusetts who had gay marriage like a hundred fucking years ago and then flying to Montana when I was living there and Montana didn't have equal marriage yet. They didn't have same sex marriage. So it was like just flying back home. I was like, I'm like flipping a switch. Yeah. Like there are things that I I did or, or acted or felt in Massachusetts that I couldn't feel or act in Montana, which is like along the same lines. But it's just like, yeah, you you adjust accordingly. 
Um, and it it sucks that you have to do it, but it's like this thing. It's like this these it's these dials in your brain that you you turn on and off because essentially it's a flight it's a fight or flight situation. Like I don't know. It's it's weird. It's definitely weird. I don't know whether or not it's necessarily good or necessarily bad in any situation because right. it just is. I feel like the conversation could even go towards like, what is your authentic self? And I don't think an authentic self exists. Like even when right. you're alone, I don't really think you're even authentic then. Mm-hmm. You, like I said before, you are who you're around. You, right. you feed off of social interactions. Because yeah, humans are social beings. And so, I don't know. There are lots of ways I change that don't have anything to do with my sexuality. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I act different. I can't think of any situations. But you, like I'm quieter in some places. And it's not because I don't feel comfortable being gay there. You know, it's just because mm-hmm. I'm quieter around some people. Yeah, And so exactly. it's like, yeah, we change and that's what it is. And then you, you could also get to the root of, wow, does a... Like some people would say it's problematic that the notion of acting gay exists. You know what I mean? Because it's like, well, that you don't, not all gay people act the same. That's putting us in a box, you know, but it's funny that we know what it means when someone says you're acting gay, you know what I mean? Or you're acting straight. So it Mm -hmm. says a lot that, that something is ingrained in our heads that is quote acting gay. And I think the acting gay thing and acting straight is going back to you're acting too feminine. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I would agree or with you're, that. Or you're acting masculine. Yeah. And and of course, in society, we talked about this last week, is that femininity is, is looked at as less than. Yeah. Femininity and being a woman. If you are compared to being a woman, that is the worst insult ingrained in our society because we view women as less than and we shouldn't. That's that's the crux of the issue. Um, and so when you're like, oh, you're acting gay equates to you're acting feminine equates to you're acting less than, which is fucked up. Um, so be a queen, girl. Like, be a queen when you feel safe. The fact that you have to feel safe sucks. But I mean, like, you know, be femme when you can. Don't be ashamed of it. It's fucking awesome. Be yourself. Um, but yeah, people adjust accordingly in uh, social situations. And it's it's interesting to think about. Yeah. Well, good question. Definitely good question. makes everyone think. The thanker. Yeah, to- totally a thanker. Totes a thanker. Um, and thank you guys for all the other questions we've received. We do have some more to get through as well, but we always need more. Please um, send them away. Send them away. There's instructions how to do that in the outro. And uh, for all you Patreon patrons, we will have a bonus for you next week. Uh, Is that right? Yep, that's right. That's right. And otherwise, we will see everybody uh, next Thursday. Yep, sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show SamandJoe.com. You can also support and help keep this podcast going by checking out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. We also have merch available. If you want a cup of fresh air mug, how to train your brain shirt, and more, visit our Spreadshirt at spreadshirt.com 
slash the show Sam and Joe. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with your questions or comments, or hit us up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alexander B. Allison B. Austin B. Ben B. David M. Devin D. Dylan M. Eric H. Feliciano D. Henrich B. Jack C. Jazza. Jonathan S. Joshua L. Julian S. Justin. Kevin V. Kylon C. Martin M. Nick I. Pablo F. Rebecca D. Zachary H. Vincent L. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you next week on... The The Show. Show!